0: Five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready Set Home Podcast, your premier source for everything to do with the Vancouver Titans. My name is Chris at Lightforce, potential coach for Team Canada, and the voice. That you hear each and every week, joined virtually by Omni at Omni Strife, and back in the saddle is Sam at Another Sam Chan. Welcome, gentlemen.
1: Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Oh wait, I'm here every week.
2: Give me some Raptor news.
0: <laughs> so I, I we were talking about this before we hit the record button. I watched the final like 30 seconds. No, actually, it'd have been just over a minute of the, uh, the Raptors game um you know it took about an hour because basketball has like 400 timeouts <laughs> the ability to give fouls but i actually watched it my wife had commented holy crap you're watching basketball can't else on. it's the influence of the podcast yeah i gotta stay up, up, up on these things to keep up with you and and omni and, and michael <laughs> i'm proud of you i didn't watch that i don't well, care about the but, raptors
2: it's a fair well,
0: I know, I've been watching on on Twitter uh, the conversation uh, that you were were trying to, I don't know if you actually got involved or insert yourself into about the Raptors indoctrination in Vancouver as it pertains to television and whatnot.
1: Uh, Honestly, myself, I don't care if it it was like the Raptors or Bucks, I just want Golden State to lose, so I'm rooting against them. I don't really care about it being a Toronto team, so that's just me. (laughs) But really, during this break, two things occupy my mind. Uh, HBO's new show it's amazing Chernobyl and the other thing is the looming mortgage that I might uh, take so honestly I don't really know which one invokes more feelings of dread in me
0: <laughs> well one's no, future; no. the other one's history
1: uh yeah that, that's a good perspective so what you're saying is the Vancouver house market is scarier by far oh
0: yeah yeah totally <laughs> you know Chernobyl <laughs> nuclear wasteland uh, Vancouver housing market uh,
1: yeah well at least there's no graphite on the roof and if you didn't watch the show you don't know what i'm talking about so uh yeah. right.
0: there is no <laughs> graphite on the ground
1: nowhere you're imagining things take right. him to the infirmary
0: um so I, I referred to me being a potential candidate for a team candidates coach um as you may have heard last episode omni and i um, well, more so me and Omni, without talking me out of it, uh, decided to go and apply, nominate myself to see what the process was like.
1: I tried to stop him. And it
0: didn't work. Yeah, well, whatever. You were totally egging me on and encouraging me. <laughs> and then sign um, up. Just sign up. And then yeah. in turn, you know, I tweet this out from from RSP and uh, Omni, you went and you voted and screen captured it. And knowing Sam, he probably actually voted, too. Oh, yeah, I was the first vote. The Vancouver Titans retweeted that, and I kid you not, it got something like, you know, 40 or some odd likes. (laughs) Now, what that means is enough people probably liked it and engaged to maybe vote for me. So you could be listening to your future coach of Team Canada. I know nothing about the damn game. I think Reinhardt's a damage hero. That's pretty much enough, right?
1: Well, for Goats, it's pretty close.
2: Play
0: that Goats thing you guys talk about. <laughs> Do it at, run it back, run it back. Is, is the Overwatch World Cup no limits? Like, can there be six rhymes?
2: Well, we, Ma- Mangachu is going to be a tour block, so. Hmm. Yeah, you know, there's that. But but if you're the coach, you don't have to have him on your team.
0: So agility on Brig. Yeah.
1: Because that's gone well. You can
0: be more like a motivational coach, you know. <laughs> well, and, I, and and that's what I, I said as the selling point. You know, might not play well, but has a strong work ethic.
1: Yeah, not a lot of like uh, pro coaches are former players, so you got that going for you, I guess.
2: You can maybe calm down the former T-Mobile MVP.
0: <laughs> yeah, good luck. The other thing that I did this week is I actually did competitive placements. Nice and i have an sr of like 1300 that i proceeded to drop to like 1250 Oof. um the long and short of it uh solo Q at that level is interesting <laughs> so um for it i i guess i go into it as a flex like i don't go hard click any particular character and so i'm often finding i'm now actually becoming a healer whereas i'd much prefer to to tank it up uh i can't play a wide variety of healer heroes or support heroes so you're going to get yourself an anna a moira or a lucio depending on what i think best suits the situation or potentially the comp that i have and more often than not on the solo healer which apparently means you have to play mercy
1: hmm. we should put you in brig jail that's it
0: so oh, no, you'll heal brig. Brig. i play brig like i'm reinhardt
1: Perfect. Good enough.
2: You're probably also missing tanks, so it, it works <laughs> both ways. Like well,
0: no, we, actually, you say that, but the, I can't choose tank because I I've got like three of them hard locked. It's like everyone at like you know lower bronze wants to play goats. Wow, that, that's so
2: surprising. Like like I, tank, I've, I've
0: t- a Hanzo and a Widow.
2: I've <laughs> talked about being stuck in 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 Elo hell and in in bronze. Maybe it maybe it's a maybe it's a console thing. I never get tanks and I never get heals so so anyway you pick yeah. your poison
1: you know I, I love this uh podcast it makes me feel good about being in plot yeah <laughs> thanks
0: my i was i had commented on the official discord that the lower the score the better you are and, and people told me i was correct so i'm gonna trust the internet <laughs> i'm pretty much a pro
1: that's your future coach team oh. canada
2: that's what we should ask at the q a's how do you get out of elo hell <laughs> i i think that's a legitimate question like I was I was running solo heal like you. And what I've learned in, in in bronze when you're solo queuing is you can't like you should flex, but you really shouldn't because the other guys also aren't reliable. Yeah. So so I was running solo heal Lucio with gold a limb, gold damage, gold pretty much all the gold. I think I got one bronze. Um yeah, and of course gold heal because I'm the only healer.
1: Yeah, if this is becoming like a strat podcast for overwatch just don't do solo climb in low elo on just, Lucio just or play Mr. with omni if you want well that that is also an option if you want to climb maybe learn zenyatta that would be a good healer to climb with
0: i don't want to learn zen i want to play reinhardt <laughs> <need> my reinhardt <laughs> anyhow, let's talk a little bit about what we're going to get into with this episode. There hasn't been a whole lot of action on the Vancouver Titans front. Just a few videos, a few tweets, uh, an upcoming meet and greet. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, We also have an update on the Vancouver Titans pool because that's, you know, going to have to get its own segment. There is some big news on the Overwatch League front, though. There is a commissioner that is moving on to be replaced by another commissioner. Uh, Some weird event. There's some PTR stuff to talk about. And uh, any final things that we can possibly squeeze into this episode. So let us take a quick break before we jump into the payload. Moving the payload! Join me! So I want to kick this one off by talking about Uh, a Q and a video that the Titans shared. So they've been doing these like very quick hit videos where it's mostly like the lead up. They post a question and and then there's like the Titans walking and a bunch of stuff. But the question was, uh, you know, will the Vancouver Titans ever play games in Seattle? Now the Q and a tweet did suggest that there will be stuff outside of Vancouver in 2020. So stay tuned. Do you foresee the Vancouver Titans actually playing home games outside of Vancouver in 2020? Or are they inferring that there'll be a, maybe a watch party or a meet and greet?
1: I think it's definitely the second one. I don't see them playing outside of Vancouver. It's not like this is a small town and we got to like find other facilities down South. It's still a Vancouver team, but uh, we talked about this a little bit in the team reveal, but, and, and uh, the Titans, you know, their branding of the Sasquatch and the blue, green, and white colors. They, they are colors that not just represent Vancouver, but the entire Pacific Northwest. These are, in fact, not just the Canuck colors, but they're also, you know, the flag of Cascadia, if you're familiar with that. So we kind of also represent the state of uh, Washington and Oregon in a way. We we had a few fence. Cascadia has a flag? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a
0: Cascadian flag.
1: The old Douglas fir. Come on, I've been living here for like... A ye- like two years now, th- two and a half, and you don't know this? You're a brand new PR. Did you have to pass a test? They <laughs> ask this on the mm, test? Not yet. I had to pass an IELTS. My English is, uh, so, is so garbage. So yeah, we well we've been helping you practice. So I mean, yeah, I mean, part of definitely. the reason you're you guys are a PR is because uh, of us, right? But I, I guess my PR score was higher than your SR. So I that
0: guess. oh, it. that is harsh. <laughs> you know what? We're going to need what? a new
1: co-host on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the only the only reason why I mentioned this, because PR sounds like SR, so I don't it's know. It's true. It was a good pun.
2: I'll, I'll give you that. Also, yeah. it's the Seahawks colors, right? I think you were, <laughs> I thought you were going to go there, and then you went Cascadia flag. I was like, what the
0: heck is that? Well, okay, Seahawks have the blue, but that green that they use is like, you know, neon yellow green? I, just, like, I don't know what you would call it. I think it. the green is actually
1: closer than the blue to the Titans colors.
0: Maybe really? I don't
1: know. Yeah, it's like ne- we have kind of a neonish uh, green. It's close enough. Mm. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we yeah. had. A, we actually saw a fan uh, like hoisting this flag when when we met them for the first time when they came to Vancouver. He came from Seattle
0: to see them. So there's that. Hmm. See, first of all, I actually think the Cascadia colors are more representative as opposed to the Seahawks. But second of all. As far as playing outside of Vancouver, the only reason I would give the possibility of home games in Seattle credence is they do have a relatively strong esports scene, and that's something that we're lacking here in Vancouver. So it may be that there is some desire to show a little love. I do think, though, that if I were to have to put money down, it would be more meet and greet, watch party style stuff. But I, I want to stress they said for 2020 which means for those of you who are south of the border listening to this podcast right now, you probably won't be seeing anything in 2019. Now we don't know what that means for those of us north of the border. I know there's some uh, strong following in Vancouver Island and, you know, across Canada. Um, But if you are looking for events, you might need to plan them yourself. Similar to that very successful Seattle event we saw, you know, early on in the, the apple season as far as meet and greets go though. There is one in Vancouver this weekend. The players will be in town on Saturday at the Sports Bart Rogers Arena. We've talked about it on every episode leading up to this one. We'll be talking about the meet and greet next episode to tell you how it went. VIP tickets are sold out. In fact, there are a couple of people asking to buy VIP tickets in official Discord. Uh, there are a few ten dollars guaranteed access tickets left, and then if you don't get any of those tickets, you still have the chance to go and line up and get in as access or space allows. Hmm. Uh, everyone's going to be there, right, Sam? What? What? Is there something happening on Saturday? Hmm.
1: I, I just hope to uh, bump into them in the Skytrain,
0: probably. You'll have to ride it like some crazy hour at night when they're doing.
1: <laughs> that. Yeah, I'll definitely be there. I think that's the first time we saw VIP tickets kind of run out, like out of stock.
0: Is no, that- the reveal VIP tickets ran oh, out. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think, and if you think about the first watch party, they didn't, but the price was hundred and fifty. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was pretty stacked. So I, I wonder if maybe the seventy-five dollar price point is is Swedish spot. And that is sweet ish, not sweet dish.
2: I mean, is a seller a seller if you can move the pole? Sell it, could be 50, it could be 150, it could be
0: 3000. You don't are know. Are talking about BC Place at the Lions or White right <laughs> <laughs> BC the Lions sold out yeah. since well,
2: 1985.
0: Don't mind that upper bowl that's currently empty that you can't see in all those, you know, layers of banners on seats. Yeah, those don't exist either. Um, I don't know. You're right. If they can continue to move the bar, it's not really a sellout. but you can't buy VIP tickets. Those VIP tickets are sold out. Get on them. I'm happy for them. Yeah. The, uh, podcast will be there though. Myself, Omni, uh, Michael, I think, uh, Rowlett's going to be there or Archer, as You might know him in, uh, discord. Uh, don't believe Sam will be there. He is otherwise occupied.
2: I'm apparently not allowed to be in the same vicinity as you. So,
0: only the last the episode. they're
1: the same person i told you
0: yeah, yeah. well no Sam's a bot <laughs>
2: yeah i I'm am
0: not hiring not. Actually to, to play him
2: when i'm it's not it's true it's true and like those those budgets for those actors it's
1: just it's just we don't we don't have enough if we're doing a weekly show right uh, it's cheaper to shoot in vancouver so maybe That's i true. guess so
0: but the team will be in town on saturday there is the q a we're gonna do our best to try to report to those on. to uh, Twitter if you happen to not be able to get there. So make sure you're following at Ready, Set, on Twitter. Uh, we'll share some pictures where we can. Uh, we'll also possibly share stuff in Facebook. And I actually want to use this opportunity to introduce the new RSP LFG. That's right. Ready, Set, Pone. Looking for Group is our own Facebook group. And you might be thinking, dude, why are you creating a Facebook group? Well, I do get that not everyone is maybe as interested in being on Discord. But two, one of the benefits of being on Facebook is that if we were to share something, you have a much easier ability to engage uh, in an asynchronous form, whereas in Discord, the conversation could fly by and you might not want to search back. So, Plus, how you, oops, plus your parents can participate. Okay, Bring them okay. in. <laughs> The uh, Ready, Set, Phone, Looking for Group is, as I said, a closed group. All you need to do is search for it. And if you find it, ask to join. We're going to ask you, do you know about the podcast or not? Uh, but in turn, one of myself, Omni, Sam or Michael will approve you. I I don't think we would decline anyone. Uh, and from there, yeah, take part in a conversation, share stuff. It doesn't have to be about the Titans. It doesn't have to be about Overwatch League. We just want to make a place for our podcast community to connect and as well, a place that we can share information that you in turn can share yourself. Now, for those of you who are already part of the group, I ask you to do one thing share the fact that this group exists to all your friends that might be interested in following esports and following gaming and following the titans just want to hang out with really cool people cuz that's the only type of people in this group cool people but if you share that on facebook we would be greatly appreciative just saying
2: hang on hey. downloading
0: the facebook app again thank you <laughs> um Let's see. What else is going on this weekend? There's Saturday. There's a Titans thing. There's Champions League Sunday. There's eyeballs. And then we get into Monday. And then Tuesday, there's a podcast episode that you have to tune into. I can't tell you why yet. It's but trust secret. me, trust me. The moment I can tell you, I will tell you. Oh, hmm. It's got something to do with Baby Shark. It, uh I good. I've said too much already. So you know, Sam, gosh darn it. Like I pay you good money not to leak stuff like this. My bot had a <laughs> glitch. The juice. <laughs> well, what else is going on in the world of the Titans? We've got some new vids. Uh, there was the Eye of the Titan All-Star the Eye
1: couple. of the Titan.
0: So I i don't know if the Eye of the Titan series is just a uh a name they throw on it because we didn't have like that, that crazy you know camera angle although <laughs> i don't know if the sun was bright but the picture like they yeah, have a weird uh,
1: filter, filter on the yeah
0: yeah it was really weird and it showed all-star coverage which was kind of cool but we also got a new profile video this one on janu and i actually you know thoroughly really enjoyed it we talked about the the rappel uh, profile video and we we said it was really well done i thought the janu profile video uh was pretty cool uh we didn't learn you know anything like oh my goodness i would have never guessed although it sounds like he uh really enjoys his time in la he misses friends family food but nothing else and he prefers it no,
1: just you know not important
0: things um he likes playing soccer we learned that yeah. uh, he doesn't look to up to anyone on his team because he doesn't look at his team that way <laughs> <laughs> um, who do you think he plays soccer with I'm going to say someone, Sue. Cause, cause he had a, cause he goes to the gym. Well, that's the only reason. I mean, (laughs) I can see bumper being a goalie. Yeah.
2: yeah. I can see him picking up the
0: ball and running away with it, laughing too. So
1: (laughs) harsha too, probably.
0: (laughs) But But, uh, as far as the, uh, the video is concerned, either one of them, anything else that uh, I might've missed out on that you uh, think we should uh, share with our listeners?
1: Just the fact that the Eye of the Titan video uh, intro consists of, like a third of the video is just the, the intro, so that's pretty interesting.
0: It starts in the forest. It jumps onto BC Place, of all things. Right. Like not not Rogers Arena, which is you know where the Canucks play, the hockey team. It jumps on BC Place, which has nothing to do with the Canucks Sports Entertainment, the Vancouver Titans. Although, wouldn't it be cool if the Vancouver Titans played in BC Place?
1: Well, uh, they could play soccer there.
0: It's true. It. Maybe maybe it's that's true. where Janu plays soccer. Who knows? Yeah. And they then and up. then the Titan can jump all the way to LA from BC Place. It's <laughs> a big bounce.
2: They could set up shop at the BC Sports Hall of Fame. Ooh.
0: There should Rumor, be a, you know, rumors ablaze. There should be a you know a Titans jersey out there, let me tell you. Um pool update. There is none. We don't know if it's still green. There was no picture of Janu outside near the pool which means we don't know if one the pool is actually being fixed or two whether or not the water is actually green. I am concerned. How I much how
1: much radgens do you think that is? Okay, I'll stop it with the Chernobyl uh, references now. <laughs> <laughs> just plug. He is not sponsored by Chernobyl by the way. He just
2: loves the show that much. I do. It's it's dope. I feel like at this point we need to get slime in the pool. <laughs> And, and figure it out once and for all. Has Slime been the only one in the pool? Or none of them have been in the pool?
0: That's a, that's a good Q&A question. Maybe, maybe we need to ask. i them
1: up for you. Yeah, that name is perfect for the situation.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, if you get one question with Slime, like, it has to be it, right? Have you been in the pool? Or, like, where do you get your Twizzler stash?
0: Well, okay. I think, I think someone brings in the Twizzlers. I don't think he runs down to the corner store. Well, we talked about this. He
2: needs to bring Harsha with him to translate.
0: <laughs> or, or in Dante. Oh well, yeah, that works too. Anyhow, that's uh, all we have for the payload. Cause again, the Titans aren't playing right now. We're in this period of break uh, next week. We'll be able to actually talk more about the Titans in the week that we will be. Uh, but uh, for this uh, point, uh, why don't we take another quick break as we uh, transition into the fray. Okay, the biggest news that has occurred in the Overwatch League this season, and that's saying something because the Vancouver Titans had themselves a perfect stage one, is that Nate Manzer is off to Epic Games. That's right. Nate Manzer, the commissioner of the Overwatch League, announced on Friday that he is going to be joining Epic Games in an esports-related role. (laughs) Now, before we talk about that change, the release of information like this On a Friday, specifically a Friday night in the traditional media sense is when you want to bury the news. It's when most news agencies have started winding down. And in the world of traditional sports specifically, you share that type of information on a Friday so that it doesn't show up on Monday. Well, guess what? You're listening to this podcast on a Wednesday or later, and we're still talking about it. Nate Manzer, Commissioner of the Overwatch League, is moving on to Epic Games. Gentlemen, is this a surprise?
1: I guess. It's like pretty early uh, in his career in the Overwatch League's history to be poached like this. I guess he's now an Epic uh, Game Store exclusive. I don't know. Like, to be honest...
0: I see it's, been there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's weird because uh, t- talent poaching is nothing new to the tech or gaming industry, but I don't know. It's kind of weird how it happened uh, m- halfway into the second season. I guess there was a lot of money on the table and, and it's probably yeah, that's probably it for Epic, and his stint with Overwatch League was controversial at some points. We uh, you know with the preseason debacle, with the inconsistencies about discipline, but ultimately, I guess it was a successful tenure uh, for the first two seasons. Uh, I guess Epic saw how well um, Overwatch League does on Twitch and on other media, and one wanted to get a part of that. Uh, you know, more traditional approach to esports we'll see i
2: think it's a little bit convenient that he's leaving before the home and home start i think that was the first thing that came to my mind is is how like up 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 to this point and i know for for fact that how how the overwatch league has been selling to each of the teams is is this promise of this wonderful esports league with home games yeah and and up till now like we've speculated up the kazoo about like how this is actually functionally going to work And now we'll never knew what Nate Nanzer had in mind. Did he even have something in mind?
0: Hmm. Well, we don't necessarily know what Nate had in mind, but we do know based on what he saw with preseason and some of the comments that he was making, specifically this year, he really wanted the Overwatch League to be more aligned with the traditional sports model, where, you know, the perspective of giving away strats through mean nothing scrims isn't actually an issue that it was competitive play and i think with the Holman Holmes, there is the possibility that he, you know, maybe his vision included that traditional sports model and i'll use baseball as an example where you actually play quite a few matches before you travel on to the next location but that said he is on his way to epic games now first thing that came through my mind how does a guy like this not have a do not compete clause in his contract <laughs> <laughs> that's true like, I get that he's leaving, and, and for those that don't know the term, typically speaking, uh, in different verticals or in, in different sort of industries, you generally don't want your senior leaders to leave your org and go to one of your competitors. And for anyone who doesn't think that Overwatch League looks at Epic Games with uh, the acquisition of uh, Rocket League, as well as Fortnite Battle Royale as being competitors, is missing the point they totally are in fact activision blizzard pays attention to what the money-making machine at epic games happens to be i mean e- epic they simply have to show up turn on uh, the lights and suddenly they're just rolling around in like gold coin
1: yeah well you know what i bet you the second commissioner that they're gonna sign on will have that clause in this contract
0: oh no doubt but <laughs> <laughs> sure Please, I hope so There's two thoughts. One, that clause didn't exist. Or the other one is that Activision Blizzard was like, yeah, you know, you have that clause. Don't worry about it. Mm. And I I, am not suggesting that I feel that that's actually true. I don't know. It's just really weird. Because this is is something that's pretty standard in the industry. Now, as far as the next commissioner of the Overwatch League, on the interim basis, that's going to be Pete Vlastelica, and I've been practicing that last name for a bit, Pete Vlastelica, who's currently the CEO of Activision Blizzard's eSports division. So overseeing uh, you know, Call of Duty, uh, Overwatch League, uh, what have you. And he'll be filling the interim role as OWL commissioner um, in the absence of a, a Nate Nanser. Now, I understand that Nate will be leaving Activision Blizzard at the end of the season, um, but I would imagine that, uh, uh, Pete's probably going to be much more actively involved in the, uh, the meantime. So it'll be interesting to see how this all sort of breaks down, but if you're a betting person who, and I don't mean specifically who, but what type of person would you want if you were Activision Blizzard to be your next commissioner? I mean, Nate Nanzer came from a market research background. He knew what people were feeling. Uh, He knew their attitudes, emotions, intent, essentially understood what would best connect with people. But he was also a very good salesperson. He was the one who was able to get sponsors to sign up and sign over some big buckets of cash. So is that the type of person you want back? Or do you want someone that maybe has more organizational uh, experience on the traditional sports side?
1: I think well. First, first of all, I'll I'll uh, I'll not do the betting part because I'm saving up for a down payment. But <laughs> <laughs> I think that Blizzard already have enough people that know about marketing and and you know the esports part of the world. I think they can actually benefit from bringing in someone from uh, the NBA, perhaps, or another sport, a sports league, something um, along these lines. Maybe have even like a. Another role uh, that's akin to a commissioner, well, they, they must have a commissioner, but maybe have someone coming from that realm as well to bring in uh, a bit of more uh, of a fresh perspective uh, into the league. Because the, the good thing about the league now with whatever we can say about uh, Nate Nanzer it's already working, right? It's already successful. Uh, they, there are The expansion has been a success. We have viewership. Despite of how people like to bury this game year in and year out, right? It's still a successful model. Probably the best one we have out there of, of a game that tries to be like, you know, a traditional sports league. So I think the hardest part... The, you know outside of the the home games that we're gonna see next next year uh, the league is already uh, has its own momentum so maybe bring in some fresh perspective to it now somebody so. that's more uh, um, you know in line with the logistics behind having a more uh, global league with lots of more travel
2: maybe someone who's gonna be the the future past uh, coach of team Canada that's oh that's right too Cliff. much light
0: force golden <laughs>
2: <laughs> no but but i i think both of you guys are bang on i think i think what's happened with overwatch league overwatch league thus far is is uh visionary stuff right like we we talked about having home teams and and I don't know how many times I have to explain to my friends who are into other esports Like there's no such thing as, as having like, for example, a foreign player cap because the teams are all over the world. So if you had a floor foreign player cap, like some of the other teams, that's obviously some of the other sports, like there's no such thing as foreign because we have teams from all over the world. This, this, like we've been in this for, for a little bit now, but it's, it's hard to imagine that this didn't exist before this. So, so it took a lot of vision, took a lot of guts to, to even try this and, And say what you will, but, you know, we're in year two, looking to year three so far, like everything's going pretty well where I found that. And we've talked about this back and forth in this podcast that is lacking is is a lot of the execution. So so a lot of the stuff that I would call borderline Bush League would be things like coin flips for 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 playoff, you know, positioning, (laughs) things like that shouldn't happen in in what you're trying to sell as this, you know, professional sports league like those things should have been figured out a long time ago. And, and that's, that's really, I think what, what the league needs right now is, is some sort of stability. We have the vision of we're going to create the 1st esports league. That's run like a run, like a, a traditional sports league. And, and don't forget, like what I mentioned, the home and home stuff before, like they're doing something that has never been done before because there's no professional sports league that goes this far in distance um in terms of teams around the league, right? Like even if we take soccer, the biggest sport in the world, um, they have a Spanish league, they have an English Premier League, they have MLS. At times, they might do like a one-off exhibition games. They're not all in the same league, playing each other for the same, um, div- not division, but playing for the same rankings. So this has never been done before, traditional or esports. So so it's going to take someone who who you know is is way more organized than all three of us put together and probably Nate Answer. I think what Nate Nanser was great for was, was, you know, he was this kind of young, young hotshot entrepreneur um, coming in with, with a lot of, a lot of pizzazz and, and, you know, sell, like you said, he was a great seller. He sold a lot of people on the vision. He sold, you know, yeah. we, have, we have, we have 20 teams, right. And, and sponsors, he sold Toyota, he sold Coke, um, you know, good on him And, and that gives him you know, uh, um, a head start, He's but a
1: great frontman Really? Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, but now is the time to deliver so that Coke, Toyota, all these other teams actually re-up.
1: Yeah, they need a grinder now. Yep. And I think for the foreign uh, player cap that you mentioned, I think Paris Eternal has one.
0: Well, the, the <laughs> Otherwise, there's no
1: explanation to what they're doing. <laughs> okay,
0: the teams themselves may have something <laughs> such as that, but I, I, I do wonder if, if this sort of fork in the road, which direction, you know, the parent company Activision Blizzard looks to go. If they look at saying we need to now grow and sort of really strengthen the foundation of the Overwatch League, that's where I think they go with the the more traditional minded sports executive or someone with that type of background. It doesn't necessarily have to be sports or Do they simply still see this as, you know, the sell high, excite hype type, and then we see someone who comes from either sales or the marketing background as opposed to more well-rounded. Omni, you brought up a good point about like, you know, having someone from the NBA. Uh, It's um, uh, important to point out the NBA has its own eSports league, you know, NBA 2KL. uh, And then you have like Major League Soccer, which is, you know, a professional sports league in the sense of uh, soccer that uh, Sam brought up, they actually have an esports component, which is pretty interesting because they're the newer professional sports organization, at least for us in North America. So there could be some synergy of finding one of those executives in that space who understands esports but has the experience to then apply that traditional sports background to really, really strengthen the foundation that you know Nate has you know, essentially set up. It
1: reminds me of another organization, Uh, the the Vancouver Titans, I believe they're called.
0: Uh, Who are they? I've never heard of them. Some guys playing video games. Let me Google that. (laughs) Well, while you Google that, there is an Overwatch League event that's currently ongoing, at least through to the 31st of May, called Skins in the Game. So how does the Skins in the Game event work? Well, by wearing an Overwatch League skin in either quick play or competitive and staying until the map is complete, you accrue one point for your Overwatch League team. At the end of the week, points are tallied and the team with the most get bragging rights and get to take over the Overwatch League Instagram account. Now, there is also a way to accrue points by tweeting my owl team on Twitter. Um, this event, though, I'll be honest, I don't get it. Like, it's... <laughs> It's really weird that, oh, hey, a team's going to take over our Instagram account and have some fun. Yay! Like,
1: I think the biggest factor they're missing is, and and what could have generated all the hypes, you just needed to add like a a real life data on, you know, the main menu and seeing how the the points actually tally in real time. That would get people hyped up and saying, like, what the hell is this new thing in my main menu? And then they could, like, no, oh, I need to have my team's, uh, um, you know, skin on, and then because we don't know, right, what's going on? Who's who's ahead? Well, I think it's safe to say that Spark will have this in the bag. But still, I think seeing that, um, you know, like graph or something play out would have been really helpful to drive uh, more people to do this little event.
2: Well, I mean, but, right now, Soul Dynasty is ahead.
0: Oh, yeah. are they? Where yeah. can you see this data? it's a so overwatch league tweeted it out earlier today we're oh, okay. on, a, on a tuesday night okay. um Soul dynasty being number one is very surprising oh. to me i would have expected it to be like the chengdu hunters
1: yeah that's that's odd somebody needs to test the <laughs> you know the
0: song black and yellow yeah no black and, no, yellow, black and yellow vancouver <laughs> titans are they in the top 10 nope And that, you know, to be honest, isn't surprising. Like the way this event was structured, I was presuming that one of the uh, teams from China would potentially take top spot, not to suggest that Seoul shouldn't be up there. I think they'd be in the conversation, but you have like NYXL that's actually in third, the Houston outlaws of all team are currently hanging out in fourth.
1: I think it's also safe to say that like first season teams have like an advantage because more people have their skins
2: yeah because because when it first started we all got 100 tokens right blew, blew it on whatever mine mine was on a soul tracer i don't know what your guys was on and yeah and
1: you have less chat like last choices to yeah what team you want to spend on
0: i have a soul skin and i have no idea why like i must have got it as part like of a, a soul pack. ryan <laughs> yeah i have no, a, soul- it's not a soul ryan it's like a soul moira or something <laughs> yeah. i have a soul diva like people weren't as
1: invested in the teams they didn't really uh, were emotionally attached. They just picked up whatever was like the prettiest. And soul has definitely pretty yeah, so skins, dope colors. Yeah.
0: Anyhow, as you said, that event runs through to the thirty first. If you want the Vancouver Titans to take over the Overwatch League Instagram account, you gotta get your uh, skins together. Start playing matches nonstop. Like everyone that listens to this podcast gets twenty of their friends together, and you play Overwatch League nonstop for the next seventy two hours.
1: Qu- quit your jobs. Quit your school and all that other like nonsense you're occupied with and do this we exactly. got
0: to have that instagram account <laughs> yeah. um, as far as news about the game we love to play overwatch the biggest news is that on the ptr they have introduced replay that's right you can now go and replay previous matches where you get to control the camera. You can see different perspectives. You get the free form camera. So for those of you who might've used the overwatch league world cup viewer, similar concept. Now there are some conditions uh, with the replays on the PTR. Uh, It only allows you to watch like the last 10 uh, matches. I think you have access to more than the last 10, but once you watch 10, then number 11 gets dropped off. Uh, You can't export a replay. So Hmm you can only watch based on what you see in game. I suppose you could go and record, 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 yeah, but it's not something you're going to be able to export as like an MP4 or what have you. Cause it, it runs works. in real time and the game engine and you can I, control the.
2: Yeah. I've never but, played PTR before. Cause you know, console,
1: <laughs> but,
2: but do you, do you guys like go back and watch your replays of your PTR, you know, Pissing around a lot or something like what? What's what's the
1: real life usage of this
0: called anymore?
1: I think it's a great feature for self improvement. You can actually realize that yes, it was actually you that was to blame for the loss of the team in PTR Uh, though. Well, once it comes to um, live servers, I haven't tried PTR replay, but I did uh, use the World Cup viewer, which was really really great. So if if that plays the same, then it's a great tool and with a lot of potential.
0: Yeah, oh, I, 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 oh go yeah. ahead, Sam.
1: Yeah, I
2: think I think I got it confused because I think I thought it was like highlight clips for for specifically a PTR, but I'm guessing no, it's, no, no, it's you'll actually it, replays that exactly. are gonna come to live, which which makes it much more
1: interesting. I just thought it was like,
2: oh, this is a new PTR feature.
0: Well it's so, the, you know. on the PTR.
2: The
1: yeah. closest thing that you can compare it to, like if you played two K, for example, you go to instant replay, so you can control, you know, the, the time and you can go back and forward, you can uh, move your camera around, but that's for the entire game, not just like the last 10 yeah, seconds. Yeah, that's that's cool, I guess.
0: I think it was, uh, was it Butterbee in our our Discord that had uh, said that she went back and, you know, was looking at a replay and saw McCree hanging out around the corner, letting her die only to come out and get a flashbang kill or something like that. That Definitely a lot of uses to that, especially if you're a (laughs) reason for salt yeah <laughs> and again i i see value for self-improvement it's just that that's the thing i'm like you'll now get to see oh okay so that's what my team was doing i can't wait for you know someone to like you know pm me hey man i saw you playing ryan like he's a damage hero why the hell were you charging upstairs to pin that far with <laughs> just getting melted
1: why did you really
0: well because ryan's damage if i'm not <laughs> like okay i i don't i try not to get salty i try to play with a smile on my face but there are times when i'm the one solo tank with like five dps i might be lucky that there could be a healer in that mix and yet with let's say four dps there is no damage happening like i can't you get at least one pick so eventually i get so frustrated i'm like oh man if you can't do it this hammer can (laughs) well (laughs)
1: I blame Bum- bumper for that. <laughs> it's
0: yeah, true. I'm, I'm totally empowered. I'm out there rocking a the Vancouver Titan skin, and I'm spawn camping before we've even captured the uh, payload. <laughs> <of games. laughs> what
1: what's a pay- what's a payload? Yeah.
0: Just tap Q. Yeah. Um. Other changes that are currently on the PTR actually have to do with characters. So there has been a minor, uh, nerf to Diva. Her matrix has shrunk in size from 15 meters to 10 meters, which quite frankly, when I see this type of reference, it's okay. First and foremost, it's not 15 meters. It's like how many ever pixels in relation to this three. <laughs> um, but what that means is she no longer can catch whatever the heck it is that started across the map at the other side of the map. Um, it has to make it halfway. Oh, I, I... I, I'll, I, I don't play D.Va, so I don't know how big of an impact that shrink of the defense matrix uh, will be. Um, Baptiste Bio Launcher has been buffed. Uh, you get 12 instead of 10 shots in ammo, and that's just to you know prevent you from being stuck in reload hell. And then his alt's been buffed a little bit from eight seconds to 10 seconds. And the intent here was that when he pops his alt, it allows players to reposition. So think of it as like two seconds to move and then eight seconds to shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCree uh, has a slightly shorter primary fire recovery time of 0. 0.4 seconds instead of 0. 0.5 seconds. Again, I don't know if I would notice that 0. 0.1 second because I'm just constantly right clicking. Um, <laughs> I've heard people are saying that that has made McCree soldier for some reason.
1: It's well, if you if you, I play McCree a lot and Diva too, so both both of these uh, adjustments are pretty huge. McCree feels. Totally different now, and while it looks like a point one uh, difference, it actually feels and looks and, and destroys like targets much much quicker. I think they they have to readjust this, uh, examine it again. It, it feels broken.
0: Well, I guess if you if you think about it, like if you have you know six shots, the time to kill has been reduced if all six are required by over a second. Yeah. So you are one second more efficient with McCree. With that 0.1 adjustment,
1: yeah, oh, that's a good way to look at it.
0: I mean, I'm rounding, but again, it's it's essentially a second off your kill time to kill. It's, it's a lot, yeah, yeah. Um, Arissa can now toss her barrier while she's reloading, which I'll be honest, I never really paid attention to because I didn't realize <laughs> had a barrier to toss. Um, sim teleporter interaction has been increased to 1.5 meters from one meter, so that's you know you just have to hit whatever key you've got it bound to. And you'll be able to go through the teleporter a little bit further away.
1: I was actually surprised that you're uh, aware of the reload button as a <laughs> Ryan main.
0: Okay, so I, I remember when I first started playing this game, I was so accustomed to, to playing other first person shooters that I was constantly trying to reload Ryan's hammer. Like it's oh. just a habit, right? Downtime, hit R. Downtime, hit R. Um, the other a uh, change on the PTR is Torb gets a slight nerf to a secondary fire. So that secondary fire is dropping damage to 10.5 as opposed to 12.5. Um, I, Again, I don't play a lot of Torb. I don't know how impactful this change will be. I kind of like where Torb is like when I do play him in, in mystery heroes, for instance, but uh, uh, do either of you, you know, main Torb?
1: I don't main Torb, but he's a definitely uh, a good Good hero now is no longer the, the troll pick that he was in the past. I don't like this adjustment because now we have su- such a tank-heavy composition. Maybe they think he's too powerful for ladder. I don't know. They, it feels like they are messing around with the bunker comp right now, all the bunker comp heroes, right, with with uh, Torb and Orissa and, um, Orisa and uh, Baptiste, obviously. We'll see where it gets us. It doesn't feel that impactful it doesn't feel like if we roll out this patch the meta in overwatch league uh, will change in any way but we'll see maybe the mccree with the speed right maybe yeah because he was but, played occasionally in the past so
2: but how how many times has the d matrix been been shrunk now they, they seem to really hate that. They
1: thing. did um, change, it's not the size, but they did change the cooldown where you had to wait a bit longer for it to, to, to reuse it. And D.Va, you know, I, I play a lot of D.Va on ladder, and to be honest, she's been getting nerfed for years now. A- and yep. the absurdity of it all is she's still... O P A F, like uh, Jeff uh, <laughs> labeled the phrase. She's still super powerful. She'll never get out of of the meta the way it seems. She's like been nerfed forever, and she's still super super good because she's so unique and so like she has so much utility.
0: I mean, you look at the matrix alone. The matrix alone can negate nearly any alt, and I know yeah. it's not any alt, but any alt that can deal serious damage to you in an offensive uh, role. She can consume. And the pros have become so effective at reacting that it's a measured statistic. Oh, I can't believe that they didn't go and eat that alt. Yeah, they're,
1: they're either mind readers or they're like, like literal robots. I, I don't get how they are so consistent with that.
0: So I think as long as she continues to have the matrix, no matter the distance, no matter the cooldown they add, the cooldown is not impacting pros. The pros are just only using it in you know very specific circumstances i remember og diva you just fly around with your matrix eating like whatever and yeah. then it would cool down you just let it charge bit, and you fly around a little bit more like it was i mean the worst part about diva was when you popped her alt, you had to run and hide too <laughs> and for those of you that don't remember it used to be you could actually suicide to your own alt yep. diva because the blast took you out your team was safe but you not so much it was kind of like Junkrat used to be able to damage himself
1: Yeah, that's what happens when when the
0: core is exposed. (laughs) (laughs) It's bad news. Only to her, though. Um, The last changes that we saw to the PTR are actually to assault maps. So there are two changes here. The assault maps are going to see a reduction of additional time after a point A capture. So currently, you get a four-minute boost. Uh, moving forward, that would be a three minute uh, boost. So reduction of a minute. And that's just presuming the PTR does get pushed live with no changes. And then as well, the moment point A is captured, the defender respawn will be reduced to 3.5 seconds for a short period of time. I haven't been able to determine what time is actually short, but the intent here was that if you had, you know, that one person who went to contest on their own against a six stack standing on the bell at Hanamura, uh. you'd lose that person. And then the respawn timer essentially made it a six V five and it snowballed. So what Blizzard is saying is now we're going to allow for that solo person to go and, you know, onza in, but they'll respawn quick enough to make it a more balanced or even fight on point B. And I, I used Hanamura as the example, but pretty much any. any
1: so, uh, feeding was nerfed a bit.
0: <laughs> well, I, I was, I was playing a little QP today and I could have gone and challenged. I'm, I'm running in as Ryan, but then I noticed that the other three people that sort of a spawn they're staying on point B. So what do I do? Well, I'm not going to go and feed. I'm going to come back. Yeah. Both are healers immediately. say, I can't believe you didn't contest that like i guess i could feed as ryan it was a six stack on the point i don't even know if i would have made it there in time but it's amazing how many people don't understand the fact that me going there and earning that additional what two seconds of contest isn't going to make a whole deal of difference especially in the current world where then they have to wait what five seconds for me to respond
1: it'll make a lot of difference bad difference yeah
0: yeah the change itself though with the reduction of four to three minutes i think it will help uh, sam not be too pissed off at toronto anymore because assault matches in the competitive sense should be shorter <laughs> hmm.
2: yeah also they'll good. they'll might they'll find a way to extend it i have i have faith in toronto for that they're, <laughs> if it's one thing they're good at so
0: well you know it's the assault matches typically don't end in ties they can have like what a an 11 10 what was it mm-hmm. with the end, the end of stage uh, yeah. two or whatever we had like back-to-back days on one was on hanamura and gosh yeah I'm it f- was super long
1: i forgot what the, the final score was
0: yeah they you know like, there's absolutely no time left it's essentially immediately to ot and they're still contesting point b it was like crazy damn it
2: no. <laughs> uncalled
1: for <laughs> i'm gonna leave a one-star review about that i was listening with my daughter and
0: oh my god i i beep that stuff out it's just now i have to go and beep that stuff out you don't understand the additional work it requires of me <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's kind of like karma you have to like fix that now no uh,
0: things i do for our listeners i love y'all i truly do it's just it's late at night i'm a little bit tired and i'm dropping the odd word could have been a whole lot worse i could have said
2: other things What a right. po-
0: potty other mouth
2: thing yeah go wash your mouth with soap any particular brand or just anyone will do method has to be organic mm, good
0: call good call well as we wrap up this episode any final words of wisdom for our thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners, minus the few that just left because I dropped an S-bomb?
1: I kind of already used all my Chernobyl references. I don't know. Just uh, looking forward to stage three, where we'll be back as the reigning champs. Ooh. When does stage three
2: start? Is that before or after 2020 when the Titans go to Seattle? It feels like forever.
1: Oh, God. Next, next week next weekend really yeah that's what you said last week (laughs) no it's not
0: start of june you know i do understand the need for the the break i just think that the overwatch league itself needed to find a better way to have sort of a a flow of content because it does feel like there's just this obtuse period of time where all this hype that you had is suddenly just dying off it's too I mean, they
1: condensed. S- they need to spread it out a exactly. bit. Exactly.
2: They sacrificed their commissioner to be news, so.
0: <laughs> oh, they say, you're telling me that Game of Thrones did. Yeah. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> Anyhow... As far as I would like to talk about, well, I had already told you about the Ready, Set, Pwn, LFG. That's right. Ready, Set, Pwn, Looking for Group, our new group on Facebook, which if you are not already a member, please find it. We've linked it on our Facebook page at Ready, Set, Pwn. Uh, But also, if you do already belong, please share it with your friends, family members. Uh, Let everyone that you think wants to be part of this cool group to be part of this cool group. And it's not just about the Vancouver Titans. It's about esports, about gaming. Heck, I asked a question like, "What are some of your favorite podcasts?" Because I listen to podcasts. Ani, you listen to podcasts. These are things that we want to know. Don't wait for us to ask a question. If you want to know where the best fire noodles are in town, ask that question. I don't know. I don't even know what fire noodles are.
1: <laughs> oh, you got to go to H Mart. There's a yeah, great variety. You're, you're
2: about to find out in in an unfortunate way.
0: Hmm. Hmm. hmm.
1: I'll have. I'll mail some to your office. They're a pretty, pretty nice. Pretty nice experience. I've had like the double, the spiciest ones. Or oh, it wasn't experience. A religious uh, experience, really. In and out. <laughs> Definitely a, good, a great burger place oh <laughs> man readings.
0: um if you're looking for us on twitter we're at ready set phone there as well uh we haven't had a review in a while i think someone needs to drop a view because review because i read them verbatim and the uh, host the host is always cussing so maybe that's 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 on the review <laughs> yeah that should be it um the other way to go and share feedback is by email feedback at ready is the email address uh drop us a line Uh, We'd be happy to answer any questions you might have, uh, gather feedback that you might have. Hey, if you want to tell us a story, tell us a story. That works, too. And then we have some great content at ReadySetPhone.com. Now, it has been a little bit dry because, hey, we haven't had a whole lot to talk about because there's just no gameplay to report on. But that'll be firing up again where Rowlett as well as Fiondor, will provide you all the information you need to know about the Overwatch League itself. So, on behalf of myself, Chris at Lightforce, Omni at Omnistripe, and Sam at another Sam Chan, it's time for Catch Rays.